Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's talk Graham Park. Let's talk prospects. Is he another young player poised to break into the NHL team this season? At the start, in the middle, at the end, we break down all the possible combinations from the prospect challenge right through to training camp coming up next. Yes, sir. It is DPL, the Devil's Puck Luck podcast, where you know that we are your host over here, Adam Armbrecht, covering the Brooklyn Nets on the Locked On Nets podcast with Doug Norrie. And for better or worse, your New York football giants on OGP, the One Giant podcast with Andrew Makowitz. Here is a sad Jets fan as well, not to mention a 20 plus year season ticket holder and pulse of the Devil's fan base. Danny McDonough, how are we, sir? Excited. Oh, excited. Oh, we got a nice little setup here now, you know, with oh. uh, we're kind of just a little aside. It took us a good two hours to kind of set up our little space that we got going on. Now we're trying to make it more of a staple what we do throughout the season. Obviously, you're going to see us, you know, at the games. You're going to see little clips, obviously, little live segments, you know, mm -hmm. at games or after games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to kind of, we wanted to have a home, you know, and I feel like we have a home right and now. And I had to, doing the paneling, I had to, <laughs> um, you, you got to sand that wood down. Yeah, no, you, you did great. Get the grain going in the right direction. And acid then really wash, some of the, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. acetone, right. you, you mm -hmm. do with a couple of vinegar, yeah. mineral spirits, et cetera. Yeah. So we got that all sorted out and it's, and it's right here. It's right <laughs> behind us here. It's, it, it, you, it, it's it only also, about a foot behind us here. It also doesn't help that having a golden doodle, that's a puppy. Um, and trying to weather the storm of setting everything up. That's uh, your mistake, not mine. Listen, yeah. people don't want to hear about that. They want to talk about <laughs> hockey and they want to talk about the New Jersey Devils. We previously discussed, obviously, Simon Nemich and his maybe push to make it to the NHL team as a member starting opening yeah. night, not starting in the rotation, but as a member of the team on the bench there uh, for the start well, of the season. Go ahead and wrap that up. I have a question for you, too. I was thinking sure. about this. If you're a betting man, I am not successfully. But is, is Nemich. Opening day on the Devils roster. Mm. We'll be here. Take your time. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes. Ooh. I was leaning no. Oh, so I'm going to say no. But there, I, was, I was going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to say yes. There's um, reasons why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, 
go listen to that episode yeah. where we broke down kind of the positives, the potentials. But, um, I, I like it just because I think let him be around it, let him get the experience, and and with the way rough is, I know if you were a betting man, it, it would be in. you would be plus money. You'd be like plus three fifty on him to make the NHL team, maybe a little less, plus two fifty. But the fact that he's with Wilderspoon, you know, his line mate, yes. too, who is a, a staple on the AHL Utica team, sure kind of pushes me and leans me towards that he's going to be on that top line in Utica to start the year. Nevertheless, we're here to talk about Graham Clark now, which I agree with you, though. Same thing. And we saw here getting to the training camp, his session, he was on a line with Foot and Tierney. So that maybe does categorize you in a certain way. These are guys that he's familiar with and guys are developing, and and that's all good. Um, But when we talk about a guy like Graham Clark and we think about a offensive player, unlike looking at Nemich and just looking at some veteran guys that maybe are very gettable in terms of finding sure. a spot on those rotations. Sure. Overall, when we talk about a player profile for the draft is a highly skilled forward with consistency and play away from the puck of uh, consistency and play away from the puck issues. Coaches won't be too keen on him in the upper levels early on the difference. However, between Clark and past and current players with the same issues, i.e. guys like Mantha um, is that mm-hmm. Clark wasn't getting away with it as much as in the junior competitions. Right. That makes it slightly easier to project him uh, as a longer-term project and development. So this yeah. is a contrast to Nemich. Everything about Nemich as a player profile was, this dude has, shows a lot of NHL-ready skills right now, going to continue to develop it. Do you think that Clark, from where he started as a prospect, has really shown a lot in a relatively short amount of time. Graham Clark knows how to find open ice, you know, right. and, and seeing him play and watching him play in the scrimmages, prospect challenge, he is very, very good and a lot better than I expected him to be right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew he was a great player. I think he has more of a chance to make the NHL roster than Nemich does this year. Interesting. That's, yeah, that's, that's how strongly I feel about that fourth line being rotated, you know, and listen, potentially if Holt struggles, obviously Clark coming in foot coming in, which we'll talk about too, but he's, he's going to battle for that, that fourth line spot. I really think that he has the potential to be there instead of Lazar, you know, or there instead of Nosek, you know, and again, we talk about that veteran veteran presence that Nosek and Lazar can be scratched and come yep. back into the lineup yep. when needed. You know, Graham Clark has a lot of talent. Yeah. He's also still small. He's still only 175 pounds, I believe. Check me on that, please. And six foot. He needs to fill out if he's going to play on that third or fourth line with the Devils. He needs to be a bigger body, and he needs to make sure that he's utilizing his body against those bigger lines, obviously, that he's going to face in the NHL. It was one of the things on a side note from the prospect challenge and watching, um, and something that's been consistently sometimes an issue for the New Jersey Devils, the physicality. A lot of those early games up there in Buffalo, they were they were skating wide open and they were having a lot of opportunities. And as the game wore on, it became about, well, now can you recalibrate yeah. and, and engage into that physical level? And some of these guys, like Graham Clark, as you mentioned there, who's coming in at six foot one seventy four. Yeah, so, so and, still and a lot saw, to, to build there. To your point, you saw it against the Ottawa young team in the prospect challenge. Yeah. You saw the physicality struggled a little bit, you know, toward the middle and end of that game. And you but you saw the flashes of offense that we obviously were going to see. You saw the great puck movement from the young Devils players. Graham Clark is a phenomenal player. I phenomenal. think yeah, I think that he can really sneak into this lineup because of the depth that we have. It's more affordable to put him in there to see what he can do, especially again, we talk about injuries, they're going to happen. So, yeah, especially uh, one note here is that I like that one of his favorite offensive plays is what's referred to as the Michigan. Yeah, that sweep around the net, elevating the puck off to the top of your stick, and then yeah. a little flick high corner, um, akin to they always make it akin to like lacrosse that yeah, sweeping play. 
Um, the fact that he had I like that. I like that. Like when they when they reference that as being something like in his repertoire, I'm like, oh, that's great because you just want to hear that guys are good with their puck work being on on, on the stick there. Sure. But then in your mind, you're like, I also can see you getting absolutely just obliterated. I'm, I'm like, you know, trying to come around the yeah, net, which is like a wake up call at the NHL yeah. level where they go, we don't allow you know the 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 elites of the elites get to do the sexy plays <laughs> and not necessarily get themselves gut checked by the opposition because hey. When you're the Sidney Crosby's of the world, when, when you're where we think Jack Hughes is going, sure. obviously cementing himself there, you go, yeah, well, that he's one of the best. But if you're a young player no, coming I, in, you know, you're right. You're absolutely they send a right. message to you pretty quickly. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. And they will look for you to right. welcome you to the NHL level very quickly. You know, you're going to see the Brad Marchands of the world when you're playing Boston. They're going to level you. Yeah. If you put your head down and you're trying to make some razzle dazzle plays, you're playing <laughs> and right. you're playing against a checking line, especially in this league you're going to get lit up. And I think that that's where that veteran presence comes in, like the Brendan Smiths we talk about, like the Curtis Lazars, who have that physicality on the defensive and on the offensive side of the puck, yeah. that they can teach these kids. Like, Keep your head up, kid, because you're going to get lit up if your head's down. Coming back here in a second, let's talk about getting into the rotation, getting into the fourth line, and why, for Graham Clark, it certainly seems even more accessible than the way we discussed Simon Nemich and his ability to crack the defensive rotation. Before we do that, though, friends, I'm going to tell you about our other friends over at DraftKings. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw $5 down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner, even if maybe you're like a Jets fan, a loser. Don't bet the now, Jets. The DraftKings is not going to be stopping there because all customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day throughout September. So always get back over to DraftKings Sportsbook and see what those new opportunities are. Football is just more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with promo code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 and instantly bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with promo code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gamblers. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hills Casino and Resort. Licensed partner of the Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, Canada to the north. <laughs> and also see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions. Why? They do apply. I'm sure some crazy bets on college football. You know, we were watching some college football today. Uh, you lost. No, I did okay. I push. Pushed. Yeah, I pushed. Yeah, push is a loss in my book. Yeah, whatever. Ties or losses. It's, it's uh, betting season, right? They call it betting season with uh, is football. Right? Yeah. Is it true? Yeah. Betting. Okay. Not, not a good one, but yeah. this guy thinks that at 15 par, 15 leg parlays are going to hit. But when they do hit, it was a 17 leg parlay, first <laughs> of all. And I got about nine legs through that pretty successfully. We should actually do that this year with, with hockey. Yeah. You know, like, listen, but it's. Full Take it with the spirit it's yeah. intended. Full We're transparency. Fun. Full transparency. We do not put a lot of dollars on these parlays. No. Just full transparency. We like to have a good time. Yeah. Other guys that want to have a good time is a man named Graham Clark trying to break this roster. You mentioned it there. When you look back at the fourth line for this Devils team, now Mikey McLeod, we, we you know, we're hopeful that things sort out away from the hockey rink. 
If they don't, that's a whole other set of issues for this fourth line. But offensively, that really is with Nosek, with Lazar. Sure. I mean, fluidity just feels like the name of the game here for Graham Clark and a possibility of saying, well, what if I look better than Lazar? What if I'm up on the NHL roster and I get rotated in and I just kind of catch lightning? Lindy Ruff will do that. That's why I'm excited about the preseason and excited about us going on Monday when they're going to play the Flyers. The reason why is because as much of a test as this is for Graham Clark, for Nolan Foote, this is a big test for Chris Tierney. This is a big test for Nosek. This is a big test. For Lazar, you know, those veteran guys want to make this NHL team. You know, it's it's what they do. We talk about them being more comfortable, obviously, stepping into the lineup, you know, being healthy scratch and stepping in, you know, the next day. They're, they're fine with that. They're going to be able to handle that. But I, I think that they know they're competing with these young kids. They want to obviously help the development of the organization. But I think that it's very interesting to see how these preseason games kind of pan out and the play of a Chris Tierney to me, Chris Tierney is I'm, I'm watching him because I want to see if this guy is actually going to make the roster because mm. there's a lot of question marks. Graham Clark can be that guy that could step in. Nolan foot can be that guy that could step in. Yeah. And I think you make the good point. And I guess the question that we can close out when it comes to not just Graham Clark's opportunity, but any of the young players, um, because we're also going to talk about here in a second when it comes to the offensive end and Alexander Holtz and why that could open some things yeah. up as well. But, but, do you fundamentally believe that the Devils made the moves they did for veteran players in order to cement and solidify what their team is or as the backstop because they might prefer that some of these young guys really do get there? I, I think there's a security blanket, obviously, I think yeah. with a lot of question marks around Mikey McLeod, even though a lot of that's gotten silent right now. Yeah, and, and you and I don't focus on it because we focus on the Devils organization. We focus on the team and what is best for the Devils team. Yep. So. You know, until that is an issue, we're not going to make it an issue, obviously. Right. But I think that the Devils management have to consider it. And I think that's why they brought in Tierney. I think that's why they brought in Nosek as well as that backup plan. But but to answer your question, uh, listen, I, I think that there's a really good chance that these young kids, Graham Clark and Nolan Foote, can make the team over Tierney and over Lazar. I, I really like Lazar. I, I want him to be on this team. Sure. But it's not out of the question that Nolan Foote and Graham Clark can be on the NHL roster. On that note, why do you like Nolan Foote and his potential to make it? I'm not stealing your thunder here, but it's because unlike a lot of those other guys we talk about, he already has some of the prerequisite size that you want to He's come a bigger to body. Angle. Listen, yeah. he's a bigger body. He's 6'3", buck 96, just if we're... Oh, he's 6'3", yeah. So yeah. he's a big dude, you know? And so you're getting more of that physicality, more of that big body play, which I think is going to fit in more to the fourth line. It, listen, if, if I'm a betting man again, I, mm-hmm. I would like to see Graham Clark on his NHL team, but I do think that Nolan Foote has a slightly better chance because of his size, because yeah. he's 200 pounds, he's 6'3". You can fit him into that fourth line and you can limit his minutes. You know, if he does struggle, say, defensively, you can limit his minutes. But I think he can be a staple to that fourth line. Another left-hander as well right. for Foote, while Graham is obviously going to be swinging that on the right side. Um, and and the, one of the things just to note here, too, we talked about Nemich uh, previously. We're now talking about Graham Clark. He's 22 years old. Nemich is obviously the youngest, actually, at 19. Just behind him is Valen at 20, which we're still, you know, his development and his, the curiosity of what he's going to turn Filman. into. Filman, too, another left-handed shot winger. You know, he's another guy that has shown some flashes of really consistent play, you know? And, yep. and the great thing about this Devils organization, you and I were talking about it before we started recording. It almost seems like the Devils don't have crazy depth minus yes. like five players, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they do. 
That's the thing. You're talking about these young prospects, these four or five guys that are on the top of your mind because they're up there in the top 25 prospects around the league. That's yep. what's crazy. You know, so to think about that, I, that's maybe a little bit of exaggerate exaggeration, the top 25 across the league, but Neither top 100, let's say, you know, yeah. of these four or five guys, we have a lot of depth. Yeah, we really do. So it's a breath of fresh air as a Devils fan. We sucked for a while to get a lot of this depth, you know, and it's starting to pay off in dividends. And I'm really, really excited to see what these young kids are going to be able to do. Yeah. And really just to drill down that point that I was making there is that, and as you mentioned it, so Valen, maybe he's not going to be a part of the team this season. Okay, 20 years old. Luke Hughes is already up there. Nemich, we think, is maybe competing for it. Dawson Mercer is 22. He's obviously been well-established mm-hmm. with the Devils. Jack Hughes as well. But then you mentioned Alexander Holtz, which is what we're going to close out on here. He's at 22. Clark is 22. Foot is 23. Nico Dawes, who isn't ready yet, but also 23 yeah. years old. Kevin Ball is in the rotation. You go through this list of guys, and it's like this complement of guys that are up there young and already, and already playing well and then very highly touted guys, at least inside the organization, that we're excited about. On the offensive side and on Alexander Holtz. I'm excited, man. You and I have been talking about this a lot in the offseason. Here's why I'm excited. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. I didn't even pose a question. All the players, fantastic. the head coach, all are saying that he has come in looking completely different than last year. This kid is playing with the purpose. He knows that there is a fire under his ass, and he has to play extremely well and i love that he's playing with timo that he's playing with nico on a line yep. that he's getting some minutes with some guys that are clearly our staples and are not going to be our top two lines so it's really exciting and i think now what we're seeing is it is 100 in my mind obviously nothing is ever 100 100 that this kid is going to be in the top three lines this year <laughs> In my mind, it's 100%. No, I know. Like, it's 100%. He's going to be on that third line. You line. just said I know. It's like 100% a double negative. in my mind. Obviously, nothing's 100%, but 100%, I think he's going to be you know what in I'm these saying. top lines. It, it seems in, very in likely. Opinion. And by the, by the way, because I went out on a limb, go check out the Locked On Devils podcast. Um, I do work over on that network covering that, that the Nets. That was a great episode, It was a great yeah. crossover, yeah. and we're hoping to do more of that. But I put out, when, when I was asked, hey, who's the who do you think is an X factor? I said Alexander Holtz. Yeah, and it was, it was a little bit of like, Oh, because you wonder if maybe he's even going to be on this team, which was very, <laughs> it was very fluid. But this, so I'm very relieved. Let's be clear that you're hearing this type of positivity around him in this camp because it means that he is coming to a place now where we genuinely feel like he's living up to some of these expectations, Absolutely. right? And he Absolutely. hadn't done it to that point. There had been some frustrations, and maybe even the sense of the organization of saying, "Hey, guess what?" As you mentioned before. We got a lot of talented guys yeah. inside of our organization. We don't need to waste, quote unquote, our energy trying to develop something that doesn't want to, that isn't putting in the time and the effort. So if Holtz is going to be playing like that and coming in there with that pairing, then it just, it, it does make the preseason very exciting to watch because you and I, and we'll talk about this um, in another upcoming episode about Lindy Ruff, about the way he runs the lines, the willingness to rotate things. But some of these young guys can cement themselves. Uh, yeah, listen, well. if a Tyler Toffoli struggles on the number one or number two lines, you could see Alexander Holtz go up for a game, go up for a period, and to see what he can do. You I, know. Can, I can already hear. I can already hear Devils <laughs> fans like in season being like, and Lindy Ruff has gone ahead and put Alexander Holtz yeah. up on the starting line. Yeah, and no, Toffoli's going to play down on the third line, actually. And we're, we're going to switch Palat over to the right side for the second year. Not for nothing. Honestly, if, yeah. like, if, I'm, if I'm Lindy Ruff, I would put him in as the starter for game number one, put him on, just put him on the top line just for the announcement of your starting lineup for your New Jersey, New Jersey devils, as he's coming on the ice and he is on the ice for the national game anthem, one. for the national anthem, be on the ice with Jack Hughes mm. only for one shift okay. on the top line. 
I want this kid to succeed so bad, and I want him to feel that confidence and to hear the fans yell, now, scream, get excited yeah. when he is on the ice. Now, just go check the tape here because I had to drag Danny over <laughs> to the idea that Alexander Holtz could be on this. But I also like the fact that I'm usually the guy that goes more for the young players, the unproven yeah. guys. I want them in there. So I'm glad that you're on the side of it. But you also want to be incredibly insulting to Tyler Toffoli, who was just signed. And you're like, dude, but game he's a, one, he's a veteran. Dude. I want Tyler Toffoli to be right over there on the bench waiting for nice. a chance to get in there. Yeah, just just getting I get in. it. I get I, it. No, yeah, I'm just the it. announcements obviously like in the starting lineup. But yeah. it's just Tyler Toffoli's a vet, man. He's he doesn't care about that. You know, he's he's gonna be announced as a devil, obviously, when they announce all the devils yes. for game one. But to to see Alexander Holtz on the ice, get excited, hear the fans roar for him when they announce his name because he has worked his ass off. And this is his year that he needs to prove it just I, for I that one it. shift with Jack Hughes. And uh, honestly, too, I like it from the standpoint of like, and here's a little bit extra pressure too. Yeah. Because because you've yeah. been you've been the guy that yeah. has wanted the attention but hasn't lived up to the attention, and now you've got it. Listen, and and like you say, it's, it's an opening shift, and let's see if you maybe, if if you look good for sixty seconds, he's got a leash, and then Tyler Toffoli comes in. Yeah, and he's got a leash, and um, we're not going off what we said in a previous episode when we talked basically all about Holtz. We had an episode where we talked yeah, yeah. mostly about Holtz. He still's got he still has a leash. Yeah. You know, it, it, he has to put the numbers, he has to have his game be what it needs to be to be consistent to fill that third line spot. He needs to be consistent. 100%. You like that, right? <laughs> well, 100% dude. of 100%. The but only, nothing is 100%. Except for that one time <laughs> when it was 100% of the time. That being the case, though, it, so this is what makes it, I think, interesting when we go back to Graham Holtz, and now you have two young players that are making Alexander a case Holtz. for themselves. Oh, Alexander Holtz, sorry, and, uh, and Graham Clark, making a case for themselves to be a part of this organization yeah, at the start of this year. It'd be an interesting shakeup, especially when we just talk about, like, there are other young players <laughs> on the offensive side of the, even, of the we haven't here. even talked about chase stillman too you know another no, young no. guy so it's going to be very interesting i think that I, I again i am all about all the young players getting their opportunities i think that at times i need to be reined back in because this team has you, elevated expectations yes, and that's why they went out and signed the veterans that they did on both sides of the yes. puck like that's the very clear understanding here you did that so that what was an overachievement last year does not become a flash in the pan 100%. that's when they try to yeah, shore yeah. themselves up 100 of 100 on that adam I gotta and be you, honest with you. You are you are more of the I'm all about the young kids getting yeah. it. I'm more about the veterans teaching the young kids and developing that young talent in the AHL a little bit more if it's needed than throwing them in the fire right away. You know, I want I want the veteran core of this team to be able to teach those young kids. So that's why if I'm like I said, if I'm a betting man, I think Nemich will be in the AHL. Would you, would you bet it 100 percent I would probably bet it 94.5. 94.5, yeah. Because you can't be unreasonable about it. Before we get out of the door, I do want to pull up. You would ask the poll, Mm -hmm. going back now to Nemich and also to Clark, um, who is the most likely to make the opening day roster? A dark horse. I'm going to pull up the dark horse candidate. That's correct. I knew you framed it a a very good way. We do this over on Twitter as well. So at NJDevilsPL, you can hear all of these and get in on the conversation for them. Were you surprised that the results came in? With 44% saying Nemich, so maybe a little little name cachet there. No, it's I'm not surprised. Nolan Foot, 32, almost 33%. Uh, Clark going with almost 21%, bringing up the back end of it there. Uh, and then we did get one comment in terms of throwing in some other names into this mix here. Were you surprised about that hierarchy at all? Nemich, then Foot, and then Clark no, with because, the way we're discussing them? Because of the hype behind Nemich of being one of those staple and core guys of this organization moving forward. Devils fans are excited. I'm excited. I want to see him play in the NHL, but I don't want to rush it if he's not ready to be there and if it's not the right fit. 
listen, I have full faith in Fitz and in Ruff and this whole management team that if he's ready to play at the NHL level and he's going to be on that roster, he's earned it and he's going to play well. The end of the day here, what you can do mm. is get 100% of Danny McDonough by following him over on Twitter, at Danny the Face, me, at Adam Armbrecht, over on TikTok, on Snapchat, on Facebook, on Instagram, at Devil's Puck Club. You better believe it on YouTube. Turn on the notifications so you know when we're going live. When we're doing our post-game coverage. We're going to be at the preseason game on Monday night as well, ramping up towards the regular season opener where it'll be 33 rookies for the New Jersey Devils by any standard. <laughs> uh, allow this to be more of a Graham Clark scenario and less of a Clark Griswold scenario. Our younger fans won't get that, but I like it. I it. It's a reference for all those who truly believe <laughs> in cross-country road trips for the family. We'll catch you next time, guys. We'll <laughs>